be with you this morning. Thank you so much. See? Wow. Thank you. God bless you. You know, I remember a few years ago, probably three years ago, I was standing here by myself just with the, the camera guys, you know, standing here. And thank God Pastor Jim was sitting down way the back here, you know. <laughs> um, that was, uh, it was, you know, it, it feels awkward, you know, <laughs> when you're standing here by yourself. And, but, you know, this morning I'm so glad that I'm not by myself. When I said by myself, that's not because the Holy Spirit is not here or Jesus is not here. But when you're not here, I, I miss you. You know, I miss you. Yeah? And then, um, you know, this morning, um, uh, Pastor Steve was asking me, I suppose to preach uh, on the Sunday that he left. But uh, there's a change, and I intended to uh, come into the prophet today. But you know, um, this morning I'm going to do something a little bit different, but you know, follow with me. How many of you want to follow, going with me? Amen. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. In a good way, right? Okay. You know, um, I think Benjamin Franklin who said that, he says, you know, tell me and I will forget. Teach me, and I may remember. Involve me, and I will learn. And this morning, I want to involve you. You know, and then because I want us to learn together or to, you know, on the word together, preaching together, you know, and then uh, on the sermon that the Lord is is speaking in my heart to share with you. And this morning, uh, <clears throat> what I'm going to share three keys with you. Because we are now, our team is seeking, seeking treasure, or seek treasure. You know, on the last of, since of January to this day, we heard a lot of inspiring sermons uh, from Pastor Steve, talking about in, or up, in, out, down, right? And we heard him talking about, you know, treasure is Jesus. Treasure is people, right? And then uh, we heard uh, uh, Pastor Justin, leading us into the Bible, if I do remember well. You know, I don't remember all the people who speak. Sometimes I can be here, sometimes I can't. You know, not because I don't want to be here, but sometimes I can't be here every, every Sunday. And then that's why, you know, see, if I miss somebody, please forgive me. And last Sunday, we heard the pastor... Stanley, Pastor Stanley, you know, speaking, you know, how we can search, you know, for God's love, you know, and, um, and then uh, 
It's true because it's talking about seeking. You know, when we're going to seek for something, I don't know what are you, you know, try to have when we're going to seek for something. Maybe a flashlight. Because it's dark, you know, you can't see it with your natural eyes sometimes, you know. You need the flashlight to help you, right? On your way. Or maybe you sit down and think. You need to use your, your mind. Thinking where to start, where to go. Or, you know, you can think about anything, you know, that can help you. You know, found what are you going to look for. And then, uh, and it's, uh, it's uh, really, I don't know if I can preach that theme, but it's a wonderful theme. Are you, are you feeling it's a wonderful theme? I don't hear too much, amen, about it. I heard Pastor Jim. Yeah, yes, I heard. Yeah, okay. You know, and then the other thing, I don't know if you were here last Friday. But even if you're not, I know you, all of us cannot be here at the same time, you know. There's different thing happens, you know. But maybe you really want to be here last Friday, but you miss it. But last Friday was, you know, very well in my heart. And then uh, I feel so blessed that I am part of this family. I don't know how you describe it, but, you know, I can't describe it either. But I'm so blessed that I am part of this family. You know, last Friday, you know, God inspired a lot of people to speak on behalf of Pastor Mike. And then uh, Pastor Mike himself, you know, was a treasure. You know? And then... God inspired Pastor Jim to bring a sermon probably five minutes, but it seemed like it's a message of hours. I got home, I sit down, and then thinking about those words that he was speaking, you know, and I, and I take my phone, and I look for the words that he was speaking, like self, selfishness, selflessness. Please pay, pay a lot of patience when I'm talking. You might miss. Today you need an extra way to listen, okay? <clears throat> you know, and I, I, I was, wow, and I said, yes. He listened carefully to God's heart. By bringing that word on behalf of his, that servant that going ahead of us, and he was. Pastor Jim, we love you. We love you. You know, we love you. And then, you know, Pastor Jim, since I met him for the first time, maybe a lot of you don't know how we met. We met at the airport, and that's what brings me here. And since 27, 28 years ago, and I'm still here, but if I'm here, that's because of him. You know, meeting with somebody from Haiti, and then now the way he welcomed that person, 
you know, and then he showed that this family a treasure. And since that day, I committed to walk to this place. And then always show me that I am a person just like him. Pastor Jim, and it's not just for me, for everyone who from outside show that we are, even though we got different language, different colors, but we understand. You understand, just like my mom, my mom, you know, he has a oak of kids' colors. I'm black. I got one of my brothers follow me. His hair just almost like Pastor Jim hair. You know, we, we, are, we got one father, one, one God. You know, that's Pastor Jim. You understood that. You understood that. You know, I appreciate him, you know, so much for his heart. Don't have a heart that, you know, separate people to people. Thank you. You know, and then also tonight, today, you know, pastor, our pastor is not here. And um, we can do whatever we want, right? <laughs> but, you know, the reason we can't do whatever we want, well, you know, I can give you a little freedom because I'm part of the people he called when he was leaving, you know? But I, want, I don't want to be Aaron, you know, I want to be, you know, because Ken is not here either. Where is Ken? Well, you know, now we, we are free. We <laughs> oh, oh, all right. But, you know, I didn't want to mention that, but he's, I don't see him. I mean, we are free, you know. All right. Well, you know, we can get back now. Uh, this morning, we're going to turn your Bible with me in the book of uh, Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy. In the difference, Deuteronomy 10. We're going to read two verses, verse 12 and 13. And now, O Israel, what does the Lord, what does the Lord your God ask of you or requires of you? But to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and to observe the Lord's commands command and decrees that I am giving to you, I'm giving you today for your own good. Everybody say your own good. Thank you. Thank you. You are with me. You know, this morning, uh, through this message, I'm not going to 
really preach all these values that's in this passage here. But I'm going to take probably three words, two from that passage and then one from somewhere else, but from the Bible. Um, the first one we're going to talk, and you know, this, I said this morning, we're going to involve you. That means there's scripture that we're going to read. We're going to read them together. If you don't have your Bible, maybe check for your phone or the Bible that on the pews here, okay? Because all the scriptures, they're not up on, a, on, a, on a PowerPoint. Okay? And uh, this morning, the first key, you know, we're going to speak. Before I get there, you know, for the first key, I want to tell you, who's, who's writing this book? Moses, right? It's the last book of the Torah, last book of the law. You know, and then when Moses, it's a, that, that, what was so touching my heart when I'm preparing this sermon is when Moses, you know, telling the people of Israel about this word. Where him himself is not part of this mess of this word here. Because if you look on the, on the third chapter, we're going there when Moses was pleading God to go, to get to the, to travel, to, to, to cross, you know, the Jordan River. And then God, God said to him, never and never mention that to me. Don't come back to this conversation again. Because remember when God, you know, Tell Moses, you know, to touch, you know, the walk. And then what he did? He hurt the walk. But, you know, Moses wasn't a bad, bad leader. He wasn't a bad person. And even God testified about him. But, you know, people, we're still people. Sometimes we forgot. we we pointing hands at these people. We're pointing that at these people. we all people. I want you to get that. We all people. We are not on a perfect place yet. We make mistakes. I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, tell Moses he did the right thing. But because of that, God said no. Moses always, you know, intercede for the people. When, the, when God going to, you know, uh, using his wife over the people, and then Moses always intervene for the people. He have a heart for the people. But him himself, God just told him, you know, come in and show what's going on. This is what I'm going to bring you. But are you not going to get there? But even though after that, Moses continued, God said, you know, you need to Tell Joshua what to do. Oh, if I me, if it was me, I, I will feel with depression and discouragement, and then I will, I will really get stiff neck and sit down. I will not, I will not train somebody. I will focus on my depression for all that effort that I made, you know, and then I don't make it. 
I will probably, you know, feel discouragement, you know, and, 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 and terrify. But, you know, most of you didn't do that. You get up and tell the people what God told him to do. Okay? You tell the people, you know, fear God. I want you to get the blessing of God. I don't want you to miss it. And then, first, first key, he's talking about the people. I don't know if I'm on here. All right. And then, uh, the key, the first key is to fear God. Oh, when I'm looking for this word, when I'm examining about this word, and I said all the gospel, salvation, you know, the Bible, everything about God is standing on this word. Fear God. And this morning, maybe, you know, I don't, want, I don't, I don't tell you to exactly take, take it word by word, but I want you to open your heart and to listen to what God wants to, you know, what God has for me and you together this morning on this word. Fear God. And then I, I believe, you know, Pastor Jimmy was feel, feel okay here. People love him. He loved people. But he got to a point, listen to God's voice. And he made decisions according to God's voice. I never heard him complain about ways for the 26 years we worked together here. Or 20-something Years we worked together. I never heard that. But when he heard God's voice, he made decision according to the fear of God. And I, this morning, you know, uh, it's not because I want to talk too much about him, but I know him and he's, uh, I know his heart. If I take that, you know, don't feel that I am, you know, praising him or praying him or worship him. It's not that. He is what I said he is. And you can testify that. Fear God. And then what I, what I, what I discovered, there's, the, there's a word that I discovered. And I said, what is fear? What is fear? This is what I found, you know. Fear. There's a Greek word that I found that said, Dios, D-E-O-S, significa reverence, absolute, and in equal respect for God. In, you know, unequal respect for God. And this morning, you know, there's a definition you know, we're going to find, and all the definition that I found for the fear, it's come from the Word of God. I'm not going to take anything from, you know, what I study or what I discover somewhere else. All of them coming from the Word of God. Fear God. And then there's another word for fear that's called phobos, but that word, you know, it means, you know, I'm afraid. But this morning, we're not going to talk about afraid. 
It's not the word I'm going to talk about. I'm talking about, you know, the reverence that we have, we should have for our living God. Okay? And then, uh, first of all, you know, I said we must hit. I don't know, because uh, all the Bible said we need to love. But this morning, Pastor, Pastor Steve is not here. I'm going to mess up it. We must hurt. But listen carefully. We're not going to, to hurt who. But the question is, what we're going to hit? Turn your Bible with me. Proverbs 8. Verse 13. And then, uh, you know, when, if you want to have reverence for God, if you want to walk, you know, on the fear of God, you must have some stuff that you need to hit. Otherwise, you know, you will not be able, you're going to, you know, vibrating from here and there. But uh, if you hit the stuff, you know, and then you will focus and keep your focus on God and God alone. Proverb, what it says. Excuse me. Proverb it says to fear the Lord is the head of evil. Or to hate evil. I hate pride and arrogance, evil behavior, and perverse speech. This here on this verse, first of all, he tells you what to hate. Don't mention to hate people. <laughs> but you know, it shows you to hate what God hates. You know, it's, you know, to, it said to hate evil. You know, what evil for you and me? What is the evil? And then uh, we're going to see some of them. Here on this verse, we said, he's talking about arrogance. But then why not, why not love arrogance? You make me feel good, you know. I am, I'm higher than everybody. I'm important than everybody. I, I speak be better than everybody. I know, I know better than everybody. Why not be arrogant? Why not? But uh, we're going to get the next verse, the consequences of arrogance. Okay? That's why God didn't want us to love it or, or like it. Because there's a consequences, verse, uh, uh, Proverbs 16, verse 18, what it says there, it says, a pride goes before destruction. And haunty spirit before falls. Do you want to love arrogance or do you want to hate it? You know, that's the that's thing that we get to know. You know, if we want to have fear of the Lord, we have to, you know, disconnecting completely from those, you know, from, from those stuff, from pride. And then on, a, on a, 
16th chapter of uh, Proverbs, there's a lot of things he says in there, you know, about uh, hits, what, what you need, why you need to hit, you know, uh, why? Let me seek for some of them so quickly. Proverbs 16. Are you there with me? Amen. Love you guys. Yes. <clears throat> Verse 18, it says, you know, no, we, get, we just read it. But uh, what it says... Uh, and verse 16, verse, uh, Proverbs 16, verse 5, he says, The Lord detests all proud heart of heart. The Lord detests. The Lord don't take, you know, pleasure. Don't, don't take friend with, those, with, with the people or with whoever, you know, has, you know, pride. We, the Lord detests. All the pride of heart. Be sure of this. They will not go unpunished. They will get consequences. And we don't need that. And that's why, you know, we need to hate evil. Fear. You know, in the same, cha- in the same chapter, you know, and if we go back to uh, verse, uh, chapter 15, where, where, where you at, and verse 33, he said, Their fear of the Lord teaches a man wisdom. He teaches wisdom. And then, and to tell you the truth, you know, wisdom is not found anywhere. And it's not found in the universities. You know, the Bible tells me, if we read the, widow, the book of Job's, you know, Job 28, it tells you, you know, nowhere, no place knows where wisdom is. And then it finalizes it, it says, uh, you know, it comes from God alone. And then through the fear of God, the last verse of, of, the, of Job 20, 28. That's why, you know, we need to fear God. When we fear God, God is walking with us. When we fear God, God is with us in everything we do. When we fear God, you know, God becoming our friend. The fear of God is give us access to the treasure of God. Let's go to Jeremiah. Isaiah, excuse me, Isaiah 33, verse 6, verse 5, 6. It says that the Lord is exalted, for he dwells on high. He will fill Zion with his justice and righteousness. Verse 6. Excuse me. Verse 6. He will be the sure foundation for our times and a rich store for salvation and wisdom and knowledge. The fear of the Lord is the key to the treasure. The fear of the Lord is the key. 
do God treasure? You know, God made everything for us. You know, everything in the universe is made him for us. But there's some, there's some secret stuff. God has, you know, he's the only one who can reveal them to us. And without him, no matter how much search that you can make, you know, it will not work. That's why me and you, we need to walk in the fear of God. And that's what Moses tells the people of Israel. You know, first thing we need to do to, to, to please God, you know, is to fear him. And when we fear him, it's going to be for your own good. For your own good. You know, walk with him, respect him. God's reverence for him is not or just for somebody else. It's for each one of us. Each one of us. You know, that's why we need uh, to fear God. You know, Jesus is the, the sure foundation. You know, and then uh, the, he says, uh, Jesus, our rich store of salvation, wisdom, and knowledge. They're not coming from outside. And then uh, that's why, you know, when uh, Pastor, you know, Justin was pointing us to the Bible, and then there's no other place we found all this one. They are in the Word of God. God wants us to know what to do, you know, to have his blessing, to walk in his blessing, to receive the, the treasure that he has for you. And when you do that, you will understand that me and you, we are his children. You know, when I'm watching Benny and Farah, you know, how they live as brothers and sisters, you know, I say, this is, this is how church people should live because they are, you understand, they are brothers and sisters. You know? You know, sometimes, you know, they just, they're just going, hmm, 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 and then later on you see, oh, they're hugging each other. You know? I said, let me alone, Benny. Benny, go hog it, you know. <laughs> you know it just, yeah, it, you know, it's, that's, that's, you know, Jesus. That Jesus is our foundation, you know. And then he said he's a sure foundation. He's not, he's not moving. He's not shaking. When, you, when you're standing on Jesus, when you got your faith on Jesus, and then now you start looking for the thing that pleasing Jesus. And then now, you know, you feel like you are on a rock. Right? That's why, you know, by wisdom, you know, Proverbs 24, you know, 3, 3 to 4, it says, By wisdom a house is built. And through understanding, it is established. Through knowledge, it is its womb are filled with, with rare and beautiful treasures. <laughs> with rare. I, li I like this word. You know, on the verse. With rare and beautiful treasures. The fear of God. It's, you know, with the fear of God, the house is built. How many of you who build your house... In the fear of God. 
when you teaching, learning, do devotion with family. You know, these days people don't have time. But 24-7, you know, at each time you're not at work, you know, your finger is on the phone. But remember, the phone is not a bad thing. It is not a bad thing, but you got, a, you got a lot of good stuff in it. Now you don't need to go to a library almost because everything is right there on the phone, wherever you are. That, that means if you, want, if you want to use the phone for the, for, the, for the good, you will use it and then it will, it will benefit you. You wouldn't see your money that you pay for because there's a lot of good stuff in it. Your search, it's right there. You know what this word means? But today, you don't, even, you don't even go type it. You talk to the phone. My phone, series, right? But my wife, she's, she, don't know, she don't know how to do anything by finger anymore. <laughs> series. Series, call baby. You know, series does everything. You know, the phone is, is, a, is a good tool. But use it, for, use it for the right thing. At the same time, it can be a bad tool. Depend how you use it for. You know, the second, the second key, you know, we're going we're gonna to quick here because uh, our time is moving. Um, obedience. Second key is obedience. I'm going to read a verse here. Maybe I need to ask for more. While you listen, please pray for more. <clears throat> Obedience. Since I get to this place, I don't know how many times. This morning is not my own word. I use it from Pastor Jim. <clears throat> how he described obedience. Simple and real. You know, I, I borrow it from you, Pastor. Obedience requires listening and acting. You know, when Moses is talking to the people, he says, you know, fear God and obey him in all your ways. Do you listen? Do you hear? What do you do with what you heard? And we're going to see from some example, you know, he says, listening plus acting leads you to the abundance of God's treasure. Look what God says to Abraham. First of all, in Genesis 12, the Lord has said to Abraham, go from your country, your people, in your father's house, to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make you your name great. And you will be a blessing. I will bless you. I will bless those who bless you. And, do, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And, I, and all people on earth will be blessed through you. But if we continue to read that, that passage... Later on, the Bible said the next day, Abraham get up and take the word. He moved to what he heard. 
discern what he heard. And then now he said, you know, my father is speaking. Even though I don't know where I am going. When we read on Hebrew 11, you know, verse 8, he says, you know, when they ask Abraham, where are you going? I don't know where I'm going. But my father is speaking. My father is talking. You know, now I heard it is the voice of my father, and I understand that his voice. And Abraham get up and move and go. But there is another, another assignment. And verse on, on, on Genesis 20, 22. Let's go there for a moment. Are you with me? All right. Sometime, sometime later, God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham, here I am. He replied. Then God said, take your son. Listen carefully. Take your son, your only son, whom you love. Isaac. You know, God just talking, you know, to who? To Abraham. You know, it says Abraham, you know, in, in, in especially, you know, Abraham have this son on the late, very late age, you know. And then now, listen to what God said to him to do. And go to the region of Moraja, sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on the mountain I will show you. Burnt. Burnt offering. And then the offering, sometimes, you know, you have to put the fire. And then when you finish to put the fire, you, you, you bring the sacrifice. And then you have to stay there and watch it burning. Watch it burning. That's what God wants Abraham to do. To take Isaac. And the one he loved, the only son, and then bring him into a place where I show you, and then kill him, and then burn him to me. What Abraham do? Oh, God, this one is impossible. I don't think I can kill. You said you shall not kill God. And now you tell me to kill. I don't think it's your voice. That's what he said? No. Let's move on. Then move on. And then he said, you know, to, 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 to him, verse 3, early, in the, early the next morning, Abraham got up and load his donkey. He took, he took with him two of his servants and, and, his, and, his, and his son Isaac. When he had cut enough wood for the burnt offering, he set out for the place God had for him about. Abraham listened, and Abraham moving. Abraham said, you know, Dad, you talk, and then I must go. Me and you, how many times we act even we don't understand? I don't know, Pastor Jim, I'm going to talk to you today. Pastor Jim didn't, Pastor Jim, when I first got here, 
You know, Pastor didn't want to travel. No? That's not what's his favorite. But you know, now, now, this week, you know, and then uh, since probably six years, travel back and forth. Corona almost take him over, almost take him outside. Take, took him outside. Travel, becoming loving traveling because of the calling of God and his life. And I know, I'm, I'm talking to each one of you. Even if I talk to Pastor Jim, you know, I'm talking to you as well because I know you sacrificed your life to follow God. There is things that you are dealing with without, you know, without the willingness to follow God. You can just, uh, you know, take the bus. You know, this is your, your thing. I'm, I'm leaving. I'm not going on this thing. My friend, I want to tell you this morning, to do God's will, to follow God, you have to die to yourself. Obedient means die to yourself. Obedient means, you know, you, you, cl- you close your, your, your nature, you, know, you close your, your physical eyes, and then to, to, to go the spiritual life. Eyes, it's meant to, to spiritual eyes to follow God as he wants you to. It's not about yourself. It's about him. You know? And that's what Abraham do. You know, you know that assignment wasn't really... That's why I said, you know, I asked that question. It's not a question, but I, I just said, wow. What an assignment. You know, I have uh, four kids. I don't think, you know, I can ever, you know, got a week, I don't hear from them. But my wife, you know, she had to text Benny every single night. Every single night. She's not going to sleep without talking to Benny or text Benny. Me, I probably got a week. Give him some, you know, his freedom, you know, to, to see. You know, sometimes he, he, he texts me, then I text him, you know. But my wife, she's every single night. It's like, give him a chance to study. But you know, it's not because Abraham wasn't care of his son. It's not because Abraham hurt his son, but because he loved God. Because he loved God. And he knew God can change things. You know, Abraham... Abraham act as the Lord demanded of him. Verse 10 says, you know, then, then he reached out his, his hand and took the knife to slay his son. Abraham didn't, you know, just faking of what God says. He just take the knife, tie him, Fires is, 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 you know, the smoking, you know, it's, it's going on here, you know, and then the, the knife is on his hand now. Probably that's why he left the servant, for they're not stopping him doing what God calling him to do. And sometimes, you know, you got some friend, you got some people around you. Sometimes if you want to do the will of God, you have to step out from them. Too much noisy. Too much noisy can, you know, can, you know, stop 
you discern the voice of God, sometimes step out. Step out to discern what God wants to tell you and what God wants to do with you or to you. Abraham leave the, 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 the servant and then now he move in. Take the water with his son and then he take the knife and his act. Verse 11 says, But uh, the angel of the Lord uh, called out of him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Do not do that. <laughs> do not do that. You know why he not let him do that? Because he saw Abraham is real. And then we're going to see later on what, what he discovered from Abraham. Abraham was not fake or faint. He was real. What happened when God, what happens when we act in obedience? Sometimes, something of value comes out from inside out. Now, listen to what the angel said to Abraham. Verse 12 and 18. Do not lay a hands on the boy. He said, do not do anything to him now. Everybody say now. Now I know. I know that you fear God because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son, and through your, to your, to your, sacri- to your offspring, all nations on earth will be blessed because, of, because you have obeyed him. All nation, me, you, we all going to get the blessing because of what? Because of obedience of Abraham. And that's why this morning I want to encourage you seeking for your blessing. Because Abraham do his part. He paved the way of obedience for me and you, for we not stay on a poverty side. But if we can enjoy God's blessings. And he did it. If you don't find yours, you need to seek him for it. And that's why this, I love this thing, seeking for it. You know, <clears throat> in, uh, when you act in obedience, beautiful blessing of God is coming. The angel said to Abraham from heaven the second time, I said, I swear by, by uh, myself, declare the Lord, that because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and make your, your descendant as numerous as the star in the sky and as the, as, as the sand of the seashore. Your descendant will take possession of the cities in of the enemies. And through your offspring, all nations on earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. Okay? Abraham, 
God. When you act in obedience, God provides. God provides. You know, and then that's, you know, it says, Abraham, look up. And there, a ticket, in a ticket, he saw a worm cut in there in its horns. He went over it and took the worm and sacrificed it as a burnt offering instead of his son. Remember, when God said that, he's going to say, he's going to test Abraham. He's <laughs> going to test Abraham and then see if you're going to pass the test. This morning, I don't know how many times God's been testing you, you've been failing. You know, and this morning, God is on his, on his grace and mercy for God. He wants to continue, give you chance. In the situation, in the, in the moment, in the place, in the, wherever you see you are right now, you feel like you know it's, you, you are exhausted. You know, remember, God is still testing. Still testing. No. Yes. And the third key to, to finish, you know, I don't know my time here. I don't look at time. Seems like uh, I'm over time, right? But, you know, I'm going to let the, the, the other one, I'm going to run out to it. We're not going to stay too long, but I, got, I was telling you three keys. You know, the other one is a prayer. Prayer, prayer. You know, and then I love this church because that since I get here, I always found Pastor Jim here, Jean here, you know, and this church is just on prayer, building on prayer, you know. And then sometimes prayer misses value because everybody prayed and then it don't have values anymore. But I'm, I'm, I'm encouraging you, you cannot fear God if you're not a servant of prayer. You cannot obey God if you don't, you know, come in to God, feet and prayer. That's why prayer is so valuable. It's a thing, you know, you know we, we, we probably neglecting. But, you know, if we want to, you know, pass the test or if we want to, you know, remain in God's way to do God's will, you, as me and you, we have to stay in his feet. All the time. Where is not the least? You know? It's not the least of this thing. And if prayer, we could even put prayer at the first of the all things that can help you get to God's treasure. You know? Because prayer, help, you know, it, it, it keeps you in a relationship with God. And when you're in a relationship with God, you will understand God's will. And you understand, you know, why you are here and why I am here. You will value, you know, who you, who you are and you will value others. Because you, your father will, say, will tell you, you know, when you talk to me, can you talk to? Can you talk to? Can you talk to? Can you talk to? You know? Or you have your special people to talk to. You can choose. But you know, prayer humbles you. It humbles you. 
It puts you in a place where God wants you to be. You're not an arrogance. You're not, you know, eh, 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 you know, you, you, you're, not, you're not judging. It's easy this day to judging. And that's why you see a lot of hurt, a lot of hurt this, this, this day. You know, a lot of shooting, a lot of, you know, killing. And sometimes you hear, you, hear, you, hear, you hear how people are talking about other people. But if, you don't, if you're not you know, at work, you know, you know just, you, they work together. They are co-workers, but they are talking about each other negatively. That's why they turn the back. You know? But when you are in God's presence, when you are in God's presence, God is giving you the true heart that you need. You know, there's a passage that I, that I need to share with you before I leave. I know the time is, is over. I will be back maybe another three years. You know. <laughs> All right. You know, the Bible said there's a guy on Matthew 9. There is a guy, verse 14 to, to 29. I'm not going to read it. You know, but there, there's, there's one thing I, I want to read there for you in verse 24. You know, it's coming to the disciple, you know, with uh, his, his, his child that's sick. And then each time he comes he come to them, and then the disciple tried the best they can to heal him. Nothing happened. Nothing, absolutely nothing happened. You know, and then... Uh, when they meet with Jesus, and then the guys start complaining about the disciples. You know, complaining about, you know, the, effective, the ineffectiveness of the disciples. The disciples don't have power. The disciples, you know, they, they, they do this for this other, but they, they can't do that for my son. You know, complain to Jesus. And whining. And then, Jesus said, where is this son? Bring it here. Okay? And then, uh, he just, while he's talking to Jesus and telling Jesus all this thing about the disciples, and then Jesus tells him, you know, you stick neck. Or he said to him, this is your problem. This is your problem that because you not believe. And then this guy make a Prayer immediately he screamed and then asked Jesus under prayer. He says, Lord, come to my unbelief. Oh, that's that deep. That deep. You know, ma many times we pray, we pray for sure, but we pray with doubt. We pray for sure, but we, we don't really believe in the one that can deliver you. You are, you're waiting for the great doctor. You're looking for, you know, for the best hospital. You're looking for, you know, but you know, the, the healer, you, you doubt of him. It's just like a past healer. He can't do it again. And then the guy said, Lord, come to my unbelief. And then they said, instantly, the sickness gone. That's what we need to, me and you, check your heart. To see what block you for your prayer is not answered. And this morning uh, I'm asking you, 
Which key are you taking today? Fear? Obedience? Or prayer? Remember, fear gives you access to God's treasure. Obedience brings us to the beautiful and the bountiful blessings. And prayer helps us discover what is in horizon. May God bless you. So we've got uh, one more song this morning that we're going to be singing. But before we do, I just want to give a benediction and bless you. Is you're free to go collect your children if you'd like. Um, but please, you're welcome to stay with us in worship for this next, this next period. But I just want to pray, Father, um, would we go and be blessed as we leave today? Would we be blessed to seek you out of fear and love and reverence for how, how holy and mighty and awesome you truly are, Father? Would we be blessed as we follow you in obedience and as we trust that your ways are truly higher than our ways? And Father, as we lean into you in prayer, would we find just this, this treasure trove full of blessings waiting for us as we submit at your feet in your name? Amen.